Good morning, everybody. Mixed trade in the grain markets on Wednesday morning as of the 745 pause in trading. December corn futures down one and a quarter at 353 and a quarter. November soybeans up three at 923 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat down two and three quarters at 532 and three quarters. December Kansas City wheat down five at 450 and a half. December spring wheat down one and three quarters at 528 and a half. Um, taking a little bit of a breather here this morning, although the soybean market is quietly into some fresh multi-month highs. China bought more U.S. corn and soybeans yesterday. USDA confirmed uh, some new crop sales, 408,000 metric tons of corn. That's about 16 million bushels, 204,000 metric tons of soybeans to Chinese buyers. We also saw some additional flash sales of soybeans and corn reported to Japan and other destinations. So the uh, export sales continue at a a pretty strong pace here. We've got some of the best looking uh, new crop export sales books for corn and soybeans that we've seen in in a while. And keep in mind that this uh, old crop marketing year ends here um, on August 31st. And, and then we'll be talking about these new crop sales as current year sales. We've got an EIA report this morning, uh, weekly ethanol data. Ethanol production on a weekly basis is still running 10 to 15 percent below last year's levels here over the last few weeks. We have not fully recovered from the, the COVID situation. Driving habits in the U.S. are not back to normal. Gasoline demand still running about 10 percent below last year's pace. Ethanol productions are mostly positive, but not great across the Corn Belt. So we've still got a big demand problem here when it comes to ethanol, which, of course, is our largest source of demand uh, for U.S. corn. Uh, we're still running below really where we need to be. And, and we've lost hundreds of millions of bushels of demand for corn uh, via ethanol. And that's a big problem. The Brazilian government made some big adjustments to its soybean supply estimate. They revised uh, data for the previous seven years, resulting in a total supply increase of about 14.5 million metric tons. That's pretty sizable. Most of this for the last three years. I, I guess what they did, and I haven't seen the full details here, I think that they found some discrepancies between the usage figures and production. Um I, I don't know that this has a whole lot of impact on the market, but that was uh, one of the headlines making the rounds here this morning. The Brazilian government is projecting record corn and soybean crops. Um, we've been talking about the, the the idea or projection of a record bean crop for a while. Um, uh, CONAB, which is Brazil's USDA, basically has the uh, the Brazilian bean crop for this upcoming year at 133.5 million metric tons uh, on record acreage. That would be a record by uh, a pretty wide margin if realized. They're going to begin planting here in the next uh, two or three weeks, probably. They projected the corn crop at 112.9 million metric tons on big acreage as well. So both of those numbers would be new records if realized. And uh, that's a little bit of a problem for us potentially when we look at the the, the future of uh, corn and soybean export sales in particular. You know, things look great now, but uh, does China continue to buy once uh, these crops are, are ready uh, early next year? That's That could be a problem for us moving forward. And that would be pretty normal for uh, China to switch purchases uh, away from the U.S. and toward Brazil once those crops become available. There would be nothing abnormal about that. Fund traders have been buying corn and soybeans pretty aggressively. Private groups estimated that funds were net short. Only 80,000 contracts of corn at yesterday's close. That would be the lightest net short since early March if realized. Uh, 
It was also estimated that funds were net long 111,000 contracts of soybeans at yesterday's close. That would be the largest net long since May of 2018, if realized. So you've got some some fun buying here on this rally. No surprise there. Uh, note on the Brazilian currency. You know, we've heard a lot of talk about weakness in the U.S. dollar index, and that is true. The most well-followed version of the dollar index has been kind of soft, but the U.S. dollar versus the Brazilian currency has been uh, fairly strong. It's done nothing but trend higher since the beginning of the year, and it and it's kind of resumed this uptrend here uh, really since mid-July. And this is a, a factor that keeps Brazilian farmers profitable uh, when it comes to corn and soybean production. It's, it's really a big disadvantage for uh, the U.S. grower. Um, in the grand scheme of things. So that's something to pay attention to. Looking at the weather forecasts, it looked, looks like these hurricanes are going to send up some rain um, into uh, you know the Gulf area and then all the way up into Louisiana, Arkansas, Missouri, up into Illinois and Iowa. We'll see how much of, of that rain comes to fruition here, but the seven-day forecast looks pretty wet for a lot of the Corn Belt. The uh, corn market rallied sharply yesterday. We're back down just a little bit here. Um, demand has been great aside from ethanol, which of course is is the big issue here. Export sales, great feed demand, um, pretty good. So the market's acting well. I'd love to see this December futures contract trade above 363, which was your high back from uh, that, that little re- weather rally in uh, early January. The uh, soybean market acting very well. Uh, prospects of a slightly smaller U.S. crop relative to expectations. Still a very good crop. Um, excellent demand via both exports and crush have spurred the rally. But uh, again, we've got this this big Brazilian crop kind of looming in the background here. That's something we've got to pay attention to. Wheat futures a little bit lower this morning. They did finish higher yesterday. Egypt had its tender. Uh, Russia and Ukraine with the best offers. No surprise there. Cattle market was mixed yesterday. It was able to come back and finish off the lows. We saw some cash cattle trade yesterday reported. 105 to 107. So uh, that's a big improvement relative to the last few weeks, although I think about on par with what we saw last week. Box beef market was up yesterday. Feeder cattle index um, up just a little bit. Uh, ahead of the cash open, the stock market is mixed. Uh, bonds are lower. U.S. dollar is higher. Crude oil is down 19 cents at 43.16 in the October WTI. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan. If you would like to know when, how, and specifically, I'm pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year, check out that subscription service. It's 49 bucks a month. You can cancel it at any time. You don't need to be a futures or options trader. A very simplified approach to grain marketing if, if you're seeking some improvement. Everyone have a great day. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.